there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome into the show. This is Follow the Money here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. We are live today in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and casino and uh today is not going to be your typical tuesday show here on this program we are currently flipping things around and changing it's an ongoing process based on what took place last night on the field in cincinnati between the bengals and the bills and we will have uh, plenty of guests on the program today um to talk about it with uh after damar hamlin went down on the field paulie for the bills in an unspeakably sad and horrifying situation that the nation had a chance to watch from coast to coast with their own eyeballs. And once you saw the replay and the reaction on the faces of uh, the players and the coaches from both teams, you just knew that uh, it was a situation that doesn't take... I mean, we've all watched thousands upon thousands of games. You can probably count on one hand or maybe two of uh, the scary situations like that. We're not talking about a broken leg or an ankle that might look like a severe injury. We're talking about a guy who was involved in a pretty hard hit. In fact, I recall watching it last night and say, damn, he hit him pretty hard. Hmm. But then what ensued after that when he got up off the field and then he collapsed? Oh, man. Um, and then what took place after that was just... Um, a very sourful uh, moment in time for sports fans and uh, you know everybody who had eyes on that event last night. How about the medics? What a job! Unbelievable. I, that that is. I mean, you're up against it with that situation, uh, and that is an incredible job to save him and the job that they did. And then uh, coming in with the ambulance, which I guess the hospital's close by the stadium, yep. as I understand it. His friend and marketing rep tweeted, "His vitals are back to normal. They put him to sleep." to put a breathing tube down his throat. They're currently running tests, and he will continue to tweet updates as well. And as I understand it, the Bills left Cincinnati at 5 Eastern, 2 a.m. Pacific. Yep. And went back to Buffalo. Yeah, so I think some of the players, they had the if they wanted to, they could uh, stay behind. And uh, the Bills, by the way, did confirm, you know, into the wee hours last night that he did suffer cardiac arrest on the field. So CPR was administered, obviously. Stefan Diggs... 
This was uh, told from Coley Harvey, who was on the scene last night for ESPN. He's a reporter who's covered the Bengals before. Evidently, he got to the hospital around the same time as Stefan Diggs did. And Diggs, was, they were walking in together, and the police officer didn't know, or the security guard didn't know who they were. And then the reporter for ESPN had to basically vouch for, for Stefan Diggs and say, no, listen, he, he's, uh-huh. a, he's his teammate, he's a wide receiver. And Diggs told him, like, I, I need to go see him. He's one of my best, better friends, and I, I, I have to go into the hospital right now. I have to go into the room. There is no way, no how. I mean, you could tell within minutes. It was an impossible situation for everybody on hand to be in. They were not going to replay that game. They were not going to restart that game. Well, this is a good point you're bringing up because you got to be you got to be careful with the tough guy. The show must go on routine. Oh yeah. And there's plenty of examples where you make mistakes, but you got to learn from the mistakes. And you can't be the show's going to go on stuff. And to there's no scenario where you're going to come out and finish that game under no circumstances. No, right. No. I mean, and and, you know, and the people who cover the sport as well. The Rich Shemini Shemini tweet who covers the Jets. He was there 30 years ago when Dennis Bird broke his neck at Giant Stadium. Oh. And he goes, okay, well, finish the game. I mean, what? Yep. It, 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 incredible. This stuff has happened. What, what also, when it was, uh, here's the, there's a tweet, by the way. Yeah, uh, he also said that the, the teammate sure. yeah, said after the game, like, well, why, why do we have to play? Yeah, how are you going to focus? Yeah. They continued the game after he was transported via ambulance to the hospital. Teammates said it was impossible to focus. Thoughts were with the fallen teammate. Not a game. Hashtag Jets. Right. Uh, I thought of Erickson, the soccer player. Uh, when when the, the, this happened as well, and that right. I think that was delayed by ninety minutes, yeah. and then they went back out. So the one thing that they have to, because Joe Buck's not going to make it up, but where did this this delay the game five minutes, warm up, and get back out there? No, come from? They, they they kept saying that on the broadcast last night, and they, yeah. the NFL is poo pooing that, saying no, that was never the case. Well, he's not going to make it up. Of course, they're, yeah, not out of thin air. They're not going to no. just say, hey, they're going to have five minutes, and then the guys get back out there on the field and play the game. Uh, so I thought that was a very, and by the way, former players are now, they're calling out the league. A lot of them are very upset. I've heard them talk about it. I've seen them. I tweet about it. Like, what are you doing? Five minutes. You, they took an hour to, to decide what was going to happen. Judging on the pictures and the video that came out on the Bills and the Bengals mm-hmm. players within seconds of what happened to DeMar Hamlin last night, you knew there was no chance they were going to play. And by the way, I know that I've uh, called him a bad coach in the past. If I say anything bad about Zach Taylor ever again, I automatically regret it and I take it back. What he did last night yeah. as the head coach of the Bengals and Sean McDermott, Taylor stepped up, he walked across the field, made it a point and basically said, what? He's like, we need to make a decision right now on our own. And I think he went over to McDermott and he told him, look, it's your teammate, but we're also human beings here. Uh, how, how do we play this game? And I think that the headiness out of those two head coaches spearheaded by Zach Taylor last night was um, one of the bright spots, I guess, that came across mm-hmm. in one of the lower moments you're ever going to watch on. Hank Gathers came to mind. I yes. mean, I'm a, uh, I'm a young high school kid mm-hmm. who was obsessed with college basketball, and I loved that Loyola team back in the early 90s. And the only way that we could get sports information back then is I would wake, I, wouldn't, I didn't stay up for the game. I probably wasn't on TV back then. Woke up early. I would watch. It was my morning routine to watch Sports Center before I'd go to school. I watched Sports Center, and there's ESPN telling me that Hank Gathers collapsed on the court. I'm crying going to school. Loved him. Loved him. Shattered. Mm-hmm. And then they went on that magical run in the NCAA tournament, which we'll never forget. There was no chance they were playing that game last night. And you're going to hear from Ryan Clark coming up in about 10 minutes. He was on SVP and Sports Center last night. I thought those two guys were phenomenal. And Ryan Clark. Thank goodness ESPN had him on hand to give his perspective because he's been there before. In 2008, I believe it was, where it's like he probably could never play again. He, his life was on the line. And he told the story about how teammates gathered by his bedside at the hospital. They're all crying. And he's like, he, and then he also told, he, got, he had a team of doctors together at one point to try to convince Mike Tomlin that he could go out there and play. And Tomlin said, if you're my kid, I don't care what these doctors are telling me. I'm not letting you play. Oh, wow. And then Ryan Clark Incredible. said, thank God Mike Tomlin was my coach. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Yep, yep. And the other sculpture we've seen, uh, Shazier, that that didn't happen. That didn't happen that long ago when that occurred. Reggie Brown with the Lions, they performed CPR on the field. Yeah, last game, ninety-seven, I believe. He was a linebacker. Mike Utley uh, mentioned Bird, uh, Dennis Bird. So there's been instances where this has happened where uh, CPR is involved, or there's a injury, spinal cord injury. And it's just a horrific thing, but they just you know go back out there and resume the game. 
nonsense. I don't you know. Go, how go that back. Was... Some people. Wes Reynolds brought it up too with here of Eason. What what happened with uh, uh, Owen Hart with the wrestling? Mm-hmm. And the the guy has the accident, passes away, and they're like, "Well, the show must go on." Yeah. I mean, this, this some of this stuff. It's like you got to be kidding me. You no, know, and Lee Carpenter had a story for Yahoo Sports. This goes back all the way to 1971. It was on uh, Lions wide receiver Chuck Hughes. 1971. So yeah. a lot of the audience here. I mean, it was before I was born. But to remind people, he took a big hit as Carpenter wrote toward the end of a preseason game. After the final whistle, he collapsed and headed to the hospital. While doctors thought the receiver had simply injured his spleen, lungs, or kidneys, they couldn't figure out exactly what was wrong. An autopsy, however, later suggested that the receiver suffered a serious spleen injury and, due to the pain, had a heart attack. Well, after a brief stay in the hospital, he rejoined the Lions for the 1971 season, and on October 24th of that year, he took the field against the Bears, and uh, a few moments after he went on the field, he was running as a decoy route, he collapsed again, and that was it. Died on the field. Chuck Hughes, 1971, wide receiver for the Lions. So, I mean... I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't imagine. I mean, when, when you see Josh Allen out there and they're looking at what happened and he's covering his mouth mm-hmm. and you have, you have grown men as teammates on the sidelines and eyes uh, tears are coming out of their eyes. And as Lisa Salter said on SportsCenter last night, all of the players knew instantly how bad this was. So they that's why they... They formed that big wall around Hamlin. It's because they wanted to shield him from the 65,000 people that were in the stadium and that they didn't want cameras to see how bad it was either. The players knew they had to do that. Yeah. Well said. Yep. I thought the crowd was fantastic too. And yeah. I thought this was, with the exception of one person, there was only one goofball on Twitter. I mean, I, I, everyone was, I thought everyone was terrific on social media so as do well. I. So uh, everyone was in agreement that the, the, you got it. What's taking so long? Call the game and we'll we figure it out later. You know, uh, you're and, exactly and, right. There and, you go. Yep, absolutely. That was everyone was in agreement, and that was uh, great to see. The other thing is, uh, I'm not a patient person, but we need some news, need some good news, and need it uh, in, in a hurry today. So that's the other thing about uh, I was this kid, 24 years 24 old. 24 years my old. God. So now we we have to have the good news and see what's next for him. And, and the, the good news is with his friend and marketing rep, at least what he tweeted uh, a couple hours ago. Right. Awful, man. Yeah. I will say this, too. And I, you need, and we'll have a doctor coming up here as well, but if there's a doctor on standby with the networks or something, you just you can't put Adam Schefter in that situation. Tough spot to be in. Uh, terrible. But that's not what he does. No, no, he's... he's well, a, gotta, you can't play Adam Schefter, can't play doctor. Adam Schefter can't play former player in the league. Yeah. My experience, what I go through, he breaks news. He's got to sit there for an hour and, and try... Uh, that horrible situation with uh, what Susie Colburn and, and those guys had to go through yeah. as well. All right, let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll continue here. On a Tuesday morning as we are live in Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, I mentioned this a few minutes ago. For those of you who were watching the programming last night, you know what I'm talking about when I tell you that uh, Ryan Clark was phenomenal on with SVP. If you didn't watch it, you're going to want to hear what he had to say. We'll play you some of the audio coming up here on VEASAN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money on v Become a v Pro subscriber for only $79. Get access to everything we do through the Big Dance. Sign up today. You also get $20 to buy hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only v Pro subscribers get access to the recap of every play by every host and every guest. Betting splits and betting reports. Sign up through the end of the madness, v slash subscribe. We'll get some perspective from a very good doctor here on Follow the Money, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. His name is uh, Dr. Frederick Feit. He is the leading interventional cardiologist and professor of medicine at NYU, and he hosts a weekly uh, show on Sirius XM Channel 110 called Dr. Radio. Doctor, thanks for the time today. Uh, let's, let's begin here. You've been in this field for a long, long time. You've probably seen everything. What was your reaction to the video last night when you saw DeMar Hamlin go down like that? Yeah, just about everything. First of all, thanks for having me on. And as everybody's saying, uh, thoughts and prayers with the young man. Uh, but it looked pretty clear cut that he suffered a blow to the chest. And then he, he, he obviously didn't have any uh, major injury to the to the uh, musculoskeletal system because he bounced right up. And then after standing up for about maybe two or three seconds, he suddenly just like just dropped backwards, no attempt to break his fall. And that is a classical manifestation of what we call ventricular fibrillation, that his heart rhythm uh, likely uh, just became totally irregular and the word fibrillation you could picture it ordinarily the heart is contracting rhythmically and that's why the blood is being ejected you know the heart rate is typically 70 to 100 probably a little higher with these guys running around but when he took that hit to the chest it's it's a i don't know one in a hundred thousand thing a violent hit or a pretty significant hit just to the exact right spot at the exact wrong moment, we could say, in the cardiac cycle. There's very, uh, during every cardiac cycle, of beat to beat, about 1% of that cycle is a very vulnerable period where if you take a hit like that, it could set your heart into ventricular fibrillation. I would be shocked if this was anything else. Now, this is extremely rare. It, it is very, very rare. There's a case a couple of years ago of a soccer player mm-hmm. who, had something, who had something very similar happen. The most important thing in this, and one of the things we do in, in healthcare systems is we're constantly drilling for things that almost never happen. So I, I can't go in and do a cardiac cath without doing a timeout and talking about the fire drill and talking about the active shooter drill and, and knowing everything that we do in any kind of situation. 
anything that's rare like this, you just have to pretend that it's not rare. And with, with whoever that is on the sideline, and obviously the doctors, I'm guessing, are mostly orthopedics, uh, but that doesn't mean those are, those are some of the smartest uh, guys and gals, you know, in, in the whole medical profession. And they have to be aware of this, that when somebody collapses like this, that this is a cardiac arrhythmia first and foremost. And the most important thing is immediate CPR, pump on his chest. And if you do add it, you can pump on somebody's chest. The critical, the critical number is not how long you're pumping. That does matter. But the most critical number is the time from when the event took place to when the pumping starts. So as soon as they looked at him and he was down, not breathing, not moving, and, and I don't know how quickly they started uh, doing it. The, the answer is to check for a pulse. And if there's no pulse, immediately start CPR. Hook them up to the AED, uh, the automatic external defibrillator, which mm -hmm. they had there. And that will correctly diagnose the uh, rhythm and convert his heart. The condition is called uh, commotio cordis. As I said, it's extremely rare, about 20 uh, events per year in this country. What, what happens now? And, and how important is today for the young man? Say again? How, what happens next? And How important uh, are the... So, yeah, so he's uh, he has a breathing tube in, which yes. is pretty routine. He is said to have uh, normal vital signs, which presuming if, his, if those vital signs are normal without any uh, support, meaning norepinephrine, uh, what we call vasopressors, I think if... I think if he was requiring support, they would say it. I think the fact that they say his vital signs are normal uh, means that his heart uh, probably has not suffered any meaningful damage, if I had to, uh, if I had to take a, a, a bet. The most important thing is whether there's any other end organ damage. And again, the whole critical thing here is effective CPR. If he had effective CPR from the beginning and was converted back into regular rhythm in a matter of minutes, I would say the odds are pretty good that he should be able to make a, a, a full recovery. Can so you, the can, whole can, issue is... Can, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say, Doctor, can you define pretty good? Uh, no, not without being there. If, 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 if you tell me, I, you know, you have to give me the parameters here, but if you tell me that and I don't believe this to be the case because I think if you look carefully at the at the uh, video, whatever is available, it does look like the instant thing was a little bit of uh, milling around and looking at him, and they were probably thinking head injury is my guess. Uh, so if you tell me they started CPR and it was done well, which I would have to guess it was, within 90 seconds to two minutes, and then they hooked them up to the AED uh, within a couple of minutes and it immediately recognized the rhythm and converted them back into regular rhythm. Uh, very, very good. I, I, I guess uh, number 80%, 85%. Okay. Number doesn't mean anything because it's either a hundred or zero, but I, I would be mm -hmm. very optimistic. Very good. Uh, that's the voice of Dr. Frederick fight leading interventional cardiologist, professor of medicine at NYU. And he hosts a weekly cardiology show on Wednesdays on Sirius XM channel 110 called Dr. Radio. Doctor, thanks for a couple of minutes of your uh, perspective today and your time. Thank you. My pleasure. Anytime. Be well. Yep. Happy New Year. Yep. You too. Thank you. The so, other great thing about, uh, well, with people coming together is what I meant, but Jordan Rooney, his friend and marketing rep, there's a GoFundMe with his toy drive, yeah. back to school drive. I think that's over half a million dollars already. Did you see that? Oh, okay, so, so I think the goal do I have the goal correctly? I thought the goal was twenty five hundred. <laughs> and this morning I heard it was more than three million now. It's three million now. Okay. So you saw sports fans connect last Absolutely. night. Yes. Pulling for this kid. And oh, by the way, I'll bring this up too for what it's worth. You know that these two teams have a little. You, you're going to remember this. You have an unbelievable memory. Remember a couple of years ago when Andy Dalton won a game as a Bengals quarterback? Yeah. I think they beat the Ravens. To help put the bills, catapult in the, the bills into the playoffs, yeah. and that's when the Bills Mafia came out in, in droves, and like I think they were donating to Dalton's charity back then. 
and uh, he actually went on the field in Buffalo, and like, he, was, he had to like wave like a curtain call. <laughs> Yeah, right. Because the fans loved him so yeah. much for getting them into the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah. there's th that connection too uh, between yeah. these two teams. Yeah, and that that starts this now about hey, if, if someone wins you a fantasy league, here you where you can donate and sure. and, and uh, charities and stuff that they're involved with. Sure. Yeah, but that that's unbelievable. That's so great. And this mm -hmm. you know again by all accounts, I mean even, like the University of Pittsburgh last night, tweeting out how how good of a kid he is, and I call him a kid. I'm twice his yeah. age. He's 24 years old. Um, but that is awesome to see, Paulie. I mean, if they were looking for 2500 and today it's more than $3 million, phenomenal job by everybody donating. So there you go. A couple of minutes from um, a leading cardiologist in the country. And again, the good news is, uh, in theory, is that the Cincinnati Trauma Center is within minutes of the stadium. But as he said, the key was, how quickly did they get to him with the CPR? Like, did they start administering that within the proper time frame to make sure everything was going to be okay. That's the key to the whole thing. True heroes. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible work, what they're doing. Well, uh, he, that, that he, was, I mean, you, you, it's, uh, pressure's on, no doubt about it. And they delivered oh, full yeah. marks to yeah. them. He also brought up a great point. You practice all these scenarios that rarely or never really happen, but if they do, okay, yeah. you need to be ready to go. Yeah. It's, it's, and he, he said this actually off the air. He said it's kind of like, practicing in sports it's like a two-minute drill right you practice for wacky circumstances that you might may rarely be in an, in an nfl game that's what you have to do in the medical field as well yeah because we're, we're we've been on this run where uh a serious concussion or a guy remember they tied in for the chargers in the thursday night game oh boy to what happened to tua yeah i mean you're thinking like but this you're going in you're not expecting this remember the first time i think we ever saw that was with don Beebe. when he went down he got hit it was a Monday night game, I think, and his arm went straight up in the air like this. And people are like, whoa, what is going on there? And he was just, he's completely knocked out. Uh, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Michael Lombardi on the show in about 20 minutes. We will get into a little bit of what happened last night. How about 71 points by a player in the NBA on VSIN? It's Follow the Money here, the Sports Betting Network. Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. Winter sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether it's football, hockey, or basketball, they have you covered. Great house specials and new promotions. The Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, Sunday football parlay insurance, and more. It's a whole new game. At Bet Rivers, the great Michael Lombardi joins us now uh, in the league for many years, front office, GM, and uh, here on VEASAN as well. Follow him on Twitter, uh, former NFL executive, as I mentioned. Michael, I thought you were great last night, and I loved your tweet about if I'm, if I'm McDermott, I'm just going to the hospital, and the NFL can figure this out later. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like, to me, the brown ball didn't matter. You know, I, I've been in the league almost 40 years and watched football for most of my life, and, you know, we've... We've seen the, the, the Daryl Stingley hit. We've seen Ryan Shazier on that field there in Cincinnati. And we've seen players, you know, get carted off. We've seen broken bones. I've never seen anything like that in my life. And, and, that, and you, the faces of those players was so impactful to me that it made it, the, it made it so surreal that there's only one thing that you knew you had to do, which was take care of Hamlin. And, and I applaud the league office for for recognizing that. And I saw Troy Vincent say today they never considered five minutes and then re re revisiting the game. So that's refreshing to hear. Player safety and, you know, the players, they were there. They watched this, and, and that's really traumatic. And it's the trauma of the event that, that really is going to last for a while, and, and it's going to have to get handled. Yeah, I, I, I read that tweet earlier. I'm glad you brought that up. This person saying they're a medical professional and witnessing a cardiac a cardiac arrest is jarring, whether you're trained or not. For the players, it's going to be traumatic. What, what do you what do you do next if you're running an organization from a? I thought you said something interesting during the break about what's next for the Buffalo players and organization. Yeah, I just think to me the, the the sensitivity of the matter and and what they all witnessed, and I think that's why they all went back to Buffalo because you know that was that's just not something that occurs in our 
our lifetime. You know, it's a traumatic experience. It's it's what, what what we find in soldiers that 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 fight in battles and they witness things that they're not accustomed to. And I think I can't speak to it because I'm not a professional, but I think they need to find people that are professionals mm-hmm. because we, we just can't move down the road. I mean, this is this is something we need help to move down the road and we need to fight for and pray for Hamlin as he sits in that hospital in Cincinnati fighting for his life. So to me, it's just really about that. And that's where the focus and concentration is. It's not on next week's game plan or the install. You know, that's that's irrelevant. And I think we learned that last night. Yeah, you, you can see, you know, countless gruesome videos over the years on the field when you're watching or playing football. But there's nothing that can prepare you for this. You would never expect this to happen on the field. No, you never would. And, you know, I mean, the fact that the ambulance was out there and that they had to perform CPR, but I don't think we give enough credit. You know, last night I listened to everything closely. Mm-hmm. I mean, give credit to those people, that, that the professional medical people that were on that field. I mean, they're heroes. I mean, they they recognized the situation. They were able to restore his heartbeat. They were able to, you know, he, obviously he needed oxygen. But to me, it, it just is remarkable that we were able to. And then today I find out that his GoFundMe page already has a million dollars. You know, he was trying to raise 2500 for toys for kids. <laughs> and Hamlet's yeah. already got a million dollars in it. I mean, that, that kind of is, it just shows the power of our country when we all work together. That's yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, we said this earlier Two other guys that I think we have to tip our caps to today, Michael, that would be both head coaches because they knew the moment as well. Like if you if you yeah. watch Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott on TV like everybody else was, you knew that they could tell right away, like there's no chance we can play this game. Yeah, you know, I saw it. I, I agree with you, Mitch. I mean, I think to me, I think the, 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 the cameras on the players and the coaches, when I saw them two shake hands, I knew the game was, I knew that NFL did the right thing. You know, it was it, it took like ten more minutes for them to announce it, but you could just, you knew they did the right thing, and I and I just felt like Sean. Uh, I don't know Sean that well, but I could tell Sean's face that he was going to the hospital, whether they wanted to play the game or not. And you know, and that's the right thing to do. You know, making a hard decision isn't really that hard when it's the right decision. And I think the NFL did. This was not a hard decision. It was the right decision. And the game became insignificant. And who cares? And nobody cares down the road. Nobody wants to go down the road. Let's just focus on the player. But the, the emotions that the cameras drew there were powerful for me, and I wasn't there to witness the event. Oh, man, I can't imagine what it was like on the field. I mean, how often in history, and you said you've been around this you know, sport for 40-plus years and you've watched it your whole life, how often do you see 325-pound offensive linemen with tears in their eyes? I, I mean, I, I can't recall maybe ever seeing that before. Yeah, I mean, Stefan Diggs, you could see the tear in his eyes. You could see it coming down, and you could see players walking away from the trauma that they were witnessing. I, I, I think, to me, I was really thankful ESPN didn't replay the play because I don't want to see the play again. I don't want to see the play again. I think that was really good on ESPN's part to not do that, and I think that the players don't want to see the play again, and, and all of us, we just want to focus on Hamlin and him getting back and hopefully that, you know, he's in critical condition this morning and hopefully we'll get a positive report today somewhere. And I was really happy to hear this morning when I woke up that the Bills left or left Cincinnati last night and are now back in Orchard Park. Mm. I think that's a smart thing to do. I think most people probably felt, well, they'll stay and get up in the morning. No, I think the best thing is, is they need to get back. They need to be with their brother, but they need to get they need to be together as, as blood brothers in arms. Yeah. I also thought it was a good job. Lisa Salters was on SVP last night, Michael, and she told the story that, again, the players on the field, they recognized how awful the situation was. That's why they formed like a human wall, that circle around Hamlin, so he'd be shielded by the cameras and the, you know, 65,000 people in attendance could not see the paramedics giving him CPR. So the play, like their instincts took over. It's amazing how powerful when we all, when it becomes we instead of me, you know, I think that's really what we saw. It it didn't matter what uniform you were in. I mean, there was black uniforms and white uniforms, orange uniforms and, and, and blue uniforms. I mean, you could just see them surrounded. And I knew from the camera, as I'm sure you guys did too, that that's what they were doing. They, they didn't want anybody to witness what they were witnessing. And they kind of took that away from us, which was kind of a, a, a heroic thing to do as their, as their brothers fighting for his life on the field. Yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing. I mean, that was powerful. And the tighter the circle got, to me, indicated the gravity of the situation 
more and more. Yep. Well said. Michael, thank you for a couple of minutes today. We really appreciate that. No problem, guys. Thank you. Yep. There you go. Michael Lombardi, former longtime NFL executive, current VEASAN host right here on this network uh, as we kicked around what happened last night on Monday Night Football. That was what, uh, about nine minutes into the game? I think five minutes and change left on the clock. Yeah, third possession. When that occurred? And Cincinnati's around midfield for their second possession, but third uh-huh. possession of the game. Yeah. Um, he is right. You saw the replay. I think they showed it twice. They showed it from the one angle, and then it was a slow motion angle the second time, and they realized um, this is not ordinary, so this is really bad. We're not going to show it again. And evidently, there were other networks that were showing the replay. We're getting feedback today saying that there are other networks were showing it over and over and over again last night. And I'm glad I wasn't watching those other networks. I stuck to ESPN for the game. But uh, no, that's all you had to do, right? And by the way, can we put this up? Look at that now. That's an updated number this morning of the Chasing M's Foundation Community Toy Drive. Their goal was $2,500. So far, they've had 129,000 different do- donations and the money raised for DeMar Hamlin's charity is $3.34 million. Their goal was 2500 And to Michael's point, it's incredible what can happen when it's uh, we rather mm-hmm. than me. Yes. Awesome job by everybody. Your point earlier about McDermott and Taylor, uh, fantastic. The job they did. Well, they, they recognized Coming it on together. the spot. Sure. I think, like I said, everybody's instincts took over on the field. Yeah. They just knew. I mean, the reaction, again, y- you don't see football players crying very often. And for Josh Allen to, you know, cover his mouth and people walking away, and for them, I think that says a lot. For the players to surround him like that so nobody could see, they just, they knew, like, look, this, you know, everybody's using the word brotherhood today. He's out there on the field. He's getting CPR. Nobody should see what's happening right now on the field. And that's why we never saw it with the cameras, but you had, you know, in-stadium reporters saying, okay, this is my perspective right now. They're giving him CPR. He did go into cardiac arrest on the field, which, again, it doesn't happen. Right. They also were excellent uh, about the show. No, the show must, the show doesn't go on. And there's no way we're going to play this game and continue. And then other people who covered the league sharing their experiences as well. Uh, the Rich Shamini tweet, which I mentioned earlier with Dennis Bird, what happened? I mean, just to think about it, it's like, we have to go out and continue to play? Yeah. What? I mean, this is so good. 30 years ago, he was there. Guy broke his neck at Giant Stadium, chilling, continued the game. He was transported to the hospital via ambulance. Teammates said it was impossible to focus. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're thinking about your teammate. Not the game, hashtag Jets, uh, with his tweet. But it's like, okay, guys, finish it up. I mean, I, I can't even imagine, Paulie, what that would have looked like if they would have continued the game. It would have been an all-time bad decision by the NFL. Well, you always you have Vincent coming out after about what, where did Buck and where did this five-minute warm-up come from? Right. Because they, they well, said to, it on the broadcast. And to your point an hour ago, they're not going to just make that up on the broadcast. Yeah, right. So it was just like, okay, go out there, finish it. Monday night football, here we go. And uh, that's and now the decisions that they're, they're going to be making moving moving forward in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. But first things first, we need uh, we good news. Yeah, uh, let's get today. the fingers crossed today. Yeah, right. Hopefully we'll find out something by the end of our show, or early this morning anyway, that uh, the kid's going to be okay in 24 years old. Man, that's just, it's uh, horrific what took place. On national TV, it just, oh, by the way, happens to be like the biggest game of the entire year. Right, right. And, and everybody's watching the game. Oh, I, I, you know, I was with everybody too. It's like, what, what's the holdup? Just suspend the game. and it was, That's it. Well, what's take it? Just so call long. it already. Yeah. Like 10 minutes into the whole ordeal, I'm like, they haven't made Absolutely. a decision yet? How? Absolutely. I totally agree with you. We'll continue here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, as we're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort Casino.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber, only $79. Get access to everything we do through the big dance of the madness. Sign up today. You also get $20 to buy hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. At our online store, only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by every host and every guest, the betting splits and betting reports, limited time offers, so sign up now for the pro access through the end of the madness at vsin.com slash subscribe. All right, we continue here on a Tuesday morning live in Las Vegas. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard from the Circa Resort and Casino, former NFL player and current VEASAN host Mike Pritchard joins the program now. And Pritch, let's start with this after the uh, horrific uh, video from last night on the field in Cincinnati for the Monday night game. As a guy who was in the league for about a decade, uh, I, you, you probably never saw anything close to this before. But how, when did you know that it was going to be impossible for the players on the field to actually continue and play that game? You know, the rare occurrence that an ambulance comes, comes onto the field uh, was an indicator that something very, very serious was was transpiring right there, guys. And, um, you know, normally and typically we'll see a player get wheeled off or carted off or, uh, you know, hopefully we can walk off the field at times if something happens that way. But uh, when an ambulance comes onto the field, uh, you know that uh, something very, very serious has happened and has occurred. Uh, then we saw the images from the players to their reaction uh, to to witness cardiac arrest or to witness CPR, to witness, uh, you know, somebody collapsing like that. I mean, it's jolting. Uh, right. And and so the realism of all that, uh, the vivid nature of all that just played out in front of everybody. I mean, I as a human, uh, you know, not, let alone a, an athlete, a professional athlete wearing shoulder pads and a helmet. I mean. Uh, just the human nature of, of what transpired was just jolting, like I mentioned, guys. And uh, from an emotional state, uh, I, I could feel it. Uh, I did a show last night, Prime uh, uh, Primetime with Tim Murray. And, uh, it, you know, you're walking out of Circa and, and all of a sudden you just see everything uh, happening. Uh, and immediately you just try to connect with people and, and find out the details if you can. Mm-hmm. Do you have any blame to throw around today? Maybe in, you know, uh, 
on the league and how long they took to cancel the game? Or are there so many logistics behind the scenes going on that I could not even comprehend uh, coming up with that decision and how long that would actually take? Yeah, I mean, we're we're talking about so many different departments and, and so many people that you have to connect and, and get uh, all on the same page uh, in regards of what's going on and, and gather the information too, uh, right? Um, so, no, I, I'm not surprised that it took so long. Uh, I, I had no... Once the ambulance was on the field and and then the details started to emerge about CPR, there, there was no way uh, they were going to play that game. I know there was images of players warming up and, uh, you know, we're, we're a creature of habit. You know, we, we go through routine so much. And uh, a lot of times if you start to feel stiff, you're going to warm up, you're going to do some things, you're going to stretch, you're going to do that, you're going to throw the ball, whatever. But uh, no, there, there was nobody in a, in a right frame of mind, a capacity uh, to to go out there and continue that football game. And, and I know social media was blowing up in, in that regard, but uh, the league was going to do the right thing. Troy Vincent was going to do the right thing, a guy who played in this league. And uh, you could see the players. They, they were in no mental shape uh, to focus, let alone uh, play a football game. Yeah, and you've as a former player, nine years in the league, I'm sure you've seen some bad things. But I, I would yeah. think here this is fairly obvious. Some might say it's tricky. I, I, I think it's obvious that the league takes the cue from from the Bills. It's up to the Bills now uh, what's next for Buffalo. Don't you agree? Well, you know, Pauly, I, I, I think so. Um, it, the Bills and the Bengals, really. I mean, this is, like I mentioned before, it's jolting. You know, th this sport uh, can be barbaric at times. Um, uh, there's there's no there's no beating around the bush on that, right? And, and uh, one of the things that immediately came to my mind, uh, guys, as I reflected back on the career and, and thinking about what the fellows are going through now is uh, it, it, as long as I played this game, you know, as long as I was in college football through the National Football League and uh, you walk into these stadiums, you walk into these locker rooms and there's this subtle reminder, you know, there's this subtle reminder. You don't pay attention to it, but it's there. You try not to look at it, but mm -hmm. it's there. Uh, and that's that ambulance, right? That's that ambulance right outside the locker room area, right outside the stadium that, wow, if something catastrophic happens, if, if something uh, goes hairy, uh, I, I could be in that thing, right? And you don't think about it, but because it's out of sight, out of mind a lot of times, but uh, the realism and the reality is that it could happen at any moment. And that's what we saw. So, you, you know, the players are, are dealing with that too. You know, the players are, or not only their brother, their friend, uh, somebody's son and, and somebody's friend. I mean, uh, the realism of that, too. I mean, there, there's so much of this mental um, uh, complications in terms of trying to figure it out and trying to understand what everybody's dealing with and how they're going to deal with it and how they're going to move past it if they can uh, before consideration of, of any type of, of game moving forward. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, think, I, I think we're farther away from a solution at this point, guys. I mean, hopefully... Uh, Hamlin is is recovering. He's a he's a younger person, and certainly he's fighting. Uh, and, and that hopefully gives him a chance, to, along with the power of prayer. But uh, you just don't know what's going to transpire well, in, in the immediate future right and, now. And again, as a former player here, I can't imagine how much time you would need to actually get beyond this, Pritch. Yeah. And by the way, I think it goes to both teams, right? Not only the Bills, right. but also right. the Bengals. I mean, who knows how T. Higgins is feeling today? Mm. Right, yeah, he's point. he's he's the guy who got hit by Hamlin, and now he probably hasn't slept last night, and he's probably reliving this moment over and over and over again, and uh, probably you know hates it as much, probably more than anybody. So, I mean, how long would you even need to like pick yourself up uh, off the mat here and play another game? That's a tough question. I mean, like I said, um, there's there's doctors around, there's there's professionals, there's counseling certainly going to be involved. Uh, uh, I. I wouldn't even venture to guess uh, when everybody's going to be mentally ready for this situation. I, I know from a contingency standpoint, the league and the, and the schedule kind of permits extra weeks, right? Uh, we've learned that from COVID, obviously, but um, there's, there's an NFL calendar uh, in, in which the final goal of the Super Bowl, you can work out whatever you need to work out. You know, maybe delay it for a week if you have to, the entire league. Uh, you just never know. Uh, from a competitive balance. And certainly the league's going to keep that in mind. They're, they're absolutely going to keep in, in mind the competitive spirit uh, of this sport. But uh, the realism uh, of somebody fighting for their life, though, uh, is taking a precedent right now. Yeah. 
you ever what, what was the worst thing that you ever saw in a football field pitch well you know it's it takes me back to when i was at colorado obviously i mean everybody knows sal and sc and that story and um you know as a team you're you're dealing with that you know inoperable stomach cancer yeah and, Yep. Uh, you know, he actually passed away during, uh, during the season. Mm. Uh, but that was something as, as young men, you know, you, you, we could prepare for if you can, right. I mean, we still had the funeral and the services during the season. Um, and, and you know, you find a way, I mean, we played a game the next week, we played university of Washington on the road. And, um, I, I think it, it was just one of those. Uh, situations where you move on and you proceed, but you were prepared for it. Uh, I think uh, this was jolting and shocking, um, and you can't prepare for it. Yeah. So uh, it, it's only gonna, it's only, only time is going to be able to tell fellas um, how the league's going to respond and, and certainly how the players are going to be able to perform uh, out there on the field. Yeah. Yeah. No, and everybody's different, by the way. Right. I mean, right. when that, when that game started after Sal's passing, when the ball's in the air and it's kickoff time, what was going on in your head throughout the next three hours as you were playing Washington? Yeah, I mean, it. it you, I, you know, it's it's hard to go back to those times. It, it really is. I mean, it was so long ago in, in that regard. But um, uh, no, it, it's 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 something that you you try not to relive, Mitch. To be honest with mm -hmm. you, and Paul, I mean, it's. Um, but you know. Uh, people are going through it right now, especially Hamlin's family, um, uh, and and that's that's what you're thinking about, and and that's who you're praying for. Not only Demar, but yep, yep. Uh, his family, right? And and the fact that they witnessed that too. So uh, it, it is it is like like I said before. I think you know typically we're we're known and we're engineered to move on and, and to persevere, and, and I think that's why a lot of people love sports and, and competitive situations but this is beyond that right this is beyond uh competitive situations this is, this is somebody fighting for their life and, and we all witnessed it we all saw this yep. and uh you know i i think we we need to think about it that way uh, more so than when are these games uh going to continue i i think yeah. the nfl will will get it right um uh whatever that is whatever right is right uh eventually uh we'll, we'll see nfl football again well said great insight and uh, I'm sure that you would co-sign what Michael Lombardi said earlier when he said the players on the field last night are probably going to need like to see a therapist or get some help, right, after uh, suffering that. And I, I wouldn't blame any. I would, in fact, tell them absolutely that should mm -hmm. probably be, be the play. Right, right. I mean, the NFL provides that anyway. Yep. Uh, I mean, you know, the public doesn't hear about problems or or, yeah. or things going on a lot of times. But there's, there's always counseling. Uh, I mean, this game... Uh, this game can do a, a lot of damage uh, mentally and physically. And uh, I think the counseling, the support system is always going to be in place. But yeah, rightly so. I mean, Michael Lombardi uh, was correct in that. Uh, and certainly Buffalo, Cincinnati, everybody who's about to play this weekend. I mean, I just talked about the subtle reminder of of that ambulance, right? And, mm -hmm. and if there's games this weekend, you know, these guys are going to take a second and third look uh, at that situation because of what we just saw last night. Yep. Well said. Great insight today, Pritch. Thank you for the time and waking up early. We really appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Thanks, Have Mike. a great day. Yeah. Be good. Thank you. There you go. Mike Pritchard in the league for nine years. Current VEASAN host. We'll continue here on a Tuesday. Mitch Moss, Pauly Howard. This is Follow the Money on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Back on the program, Andrew Brandt joins us now. Andrew dot Andrew slash Brandt dot com and the Sports of Business podcast and a former member of the Green Bay Packers organization. I thought uh, at Andrew Brandt on Twitter as well. I thought you were fantastic on Twitter last night, sir, and appreciate the time. But I mean, your, your simple tweet about I don't know how you now play a game and tomorrow or the next day or the day after that. I mean, what's next for the NFL and the Buffalo Bills? And, and while the kid's in the hospital, I thought that was spot on. 
Yeah, good to be with you guys, as always. I think this is uncharted territory. That's the first thing we have to say here. I've been around the NFL a long time. I've been an agent many years. I've been a player, I mean, a team executive 10 years with the Packers, and of course, 10 years in doing media. Uh, never seen anything like this. I will say, you know, as an agent, you had players down on the field with serious injuries. You get the calls from the team trainer. You get to meet the team, usually in the locker room or in the x-ray room. You meet your player. You meet the family. On the team aspect, same thing. When there is something that is, quote-unquote, serious, you bring in the family. They meet you in the locker room. They meet you in the trauma room. But again, we're talking head injuries, which are serious, but not life-threatening. We are talking... Mm legs and arms and elbows and shoulders. Um, this is different. And in listening to medical personnel on radio and TV over the last 12 hours, it's once in a lifetime for them too. I mean, it's usually a projectile like a ball, lacrosse ball, baseball, hitting the breastplate at the exact wrong time at the exact wrong spot to happen in football. And listen, I think we have to all say this. I'm sure you have said this all morning is these hits happen all the time, yeah. you know, hits to the chest. It happens like this is football. And we've never seen this perfect negative storm of a hit to that spot at that time where the heartbeat is in that exact cycle. And Oh my God, he, he was out last night. He, yeah. He had cardiac arrest. And shout out, before I forget, to the frontline work medical personnel. Oh, my God, they saved his life on the field. Yep, I, I was going to say that. I mean, you tweeted that out, and uh, that was exactly my takeaway from it. Not only the paramedics or you know the on-site medical staff, Andrew, but also the two coaches, I thought, Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott, to recognize how awful the situation was in the moment. Yeah, I mean, uh, we can all debate whether it was their call or the league's call or this idea that somehow they're going to give it five minutes to warm up. Mm -hmm. But I think we all know. I mean, there's, this game was never going to be played last night. And as you asked with the first question, of course, is it going to be played at all? The Bills are back in Buffalo. I mean, there's no way. It, it just becomes whether it's a tie uh-huh. whether these team these teams play 16 games instead of 17 games. Um, it, to think that somehow this game's going to be played tonight, tomorrow night, Thursday night, it, there's no way, especially with this kid in, in grave condition. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that we've been uh, trying to get across all morning today, Andrew, right? Like, to proceed, the league can't possibly make this decision on their own. Can they? Like, they've been in correspondence and they've been you know uh communicating with bills brass since last night and they have to have the full go-ahead from buffalo i would think before they can come up with any decision would you agree oh certainly um i thought there was a chance the bills would you know go back to their hotel stay and obviously stay to be around the kid but also stay just in case they decide to play in the next couple of days, mm-hmm. but they're back in Buffalo and, uh, I don't see it. I mean, I think I'm not the person to announce it, but I just, I think, you know, we're on to week 18 and God forbid, there's not a reason to not play or there's a God forbid we're, we're, we're not talking about a reason to not play those games. Mm-hmm. How about how people have come together here and what's going on with the GoFundMe page? Yeah. Now, I think we just yeah. tweeted, you're up, it's up to 3.3 million now. And counting. And I'll say this about the Twitter app. <laughs> there was talk like a yes. month ago, we weren't even, weren't even going to have a Twitter app. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, there's nothing like it. And people talk about the negativity of Twitter and the outrage machine and all that for Come on, people, just don't give oxygen to that stuff. Right, right. I think what what we're seeing now is this is a truly, truly powerful and positive social media experience. 
nights like last night just show the power of it. And I appreciate your comments towards me. I, I'm hearing a lot of that. I'm just, I was just being a human. I wasn't being a reporter. I wasn't being a media guy. Uh, and I think these things just over when you get them out, there's no other way to do that. It's not Instagram. It's not TikTok. It's, and that just shows the power. And you, the, the Mar Foundation, 3.3 million and counting, because as everyone listening knows, we all felt like, what can we do? Yeah. And here's a page. Here's a GoFundMe. I jumped in. My family jumped in. Everyone jumped in. So everyone listening, I'm sure, jumped in. And these are. And I just heard that these are five and ten dollar donations. It's great. Also, the retweet of the medical professional I thought was fantastic by you about the uh, what it's like, how jarring it is to witness that, and what's what the players have to go forward or what to deal with moving forward. And, and even the, the, we mentioned the Dennis Bird. I mean, a fan reached out to you and said, I remember the play in the game when I was seven, and it still lingers and I still think about it. Well, imagine what this is going to be like for the players moving forward. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I have nothing. The only thing I can compare as a, as a young, I wasn't even a kid. I was a young adult. Uh, I was in, I'm from Washington, D.C., huge Redskin fan growing up. I saw Lawrence Taylor break Joe Theismann's leg. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that stays with me as kind of, oh, I was at that game. Not so much the trauma, but you're right. Imagine, look, God, the, the searing images for me, and I'm sure you and people listening, were those Bills players in tears. Oh, there yeah. was a picture of Josh, Josh Allen with his hands over his mouth. Like he didn't know whether to cry, throw up. Oh my God. And, and for Davis white, they got to deal with that. Yep. Not only that, like, is that yeah. no, you're exactly right. Andrew, I, I, I'm going to, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, as that person tweeted at me, it could be lifelong. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, you know, it's not, it's not every day where you see, I've said this a couple of times today, Andrew, like 300 plus pound linemen with tears yeah. coming down. I mean, that, that tells you the entire story. Yeah, I mean, this is, um, I feel for the Bills, so much we focus on players. I mean, there are, as I know so well, there are staffs involved here. There are coaches. There are support staff. There are people that know DeMar in ways that we can't even think about. The person that he greets at the door every day, the security guy, the equipment guy, the strength and training where they're helping him out every day in the weight room. Uh, this is family, and I know it's a cliche, but I liken, I liken the NFL to submarine workers, right? Six months in, six months out. The NFL is a submarine. You go in at the end of July, and you come out in January. And these people are family to this kid. It's Imagine that. Oh, that's... Imagine you see a family member to have that. Yeah, I, I love that analogy. Uh, again, his website is andrew-brandt.com. He's on Instagram, at andrewbrandt2. He writes for Sports Illustrated. He's also on Twitter, at andrewbrandt. We were going to talk Packers-Lions with you today, the reason yeah. why we reached out, but who cares in the grand scheme of things, obviously, after what took place last night. Andrew, thanks for popping on today and uh, giving some perspective. We appreciate that. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you. Be good. Uh, I've never heard that before. The submarine. And you're all with family mm-hmm. when you go down there. Yeah. You, you go down in July, you come up in, in January. That's the football season. That, that, I love it. I'm going to steal that from now on. Very good. It's good. It's very good. That's Andrew Brandt, again, former longtime executive uh, yeah. for the Green Bay Packers. That, I thought that was very good, too, the, the, the fan saying, I, I still remember the Dennis Bird play in the game. Absolutely. And it's 30 still years st- ago. And it stays with me. He yeah. was seven. How much do you remember seven, when yeah. you were seven? Yeah. Not a lot. Great call. But a situation like that is going to stick with you for the rest of your life. Right. And then you're on the field and you see that. What that move, you know. Okay, guys, go out there and go get the Patriots somewhere. Sure. I mean, this is going to take a while. Yeah, right, right. And then then you have a blown coverage and you get screamed at by your coaches. It just doesn't feel appropriate Mm. at all. As we continue here, we'll uh, wrap it up on Follow the Money. This is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.